1: Friday night. Yes it is. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K show. Glad to have you guys here with me. Trying to figure out what's going on with Facebook. We are we are streaming live for now at the diego.com I was gonna share it over to our private group, Kaniacs, and Facebook's telling me something's wrong with that. They might have hey, taken what? Yes, hey what? We'll see what's happening. I get text every night from people saying, you know, and I'm struggling every night. I try to watch you on Facebook and they throttling you, messing with your volume or whatever. Listen, if you are, first of all, if you're listening in your car on your way home, hope you're enjoying this glorious San Diego weather. It's going to be a hot one tomorrow. It's going to be 90 inland tomorrow. It's a beautiful weekend here in San Diego and I'm looking forward to it. If you are listening and watching on Facebook, if it goes down, go on over to the stream and you can uh, go to our website, theanswersandiego.com. Write this number down. Give us a call. We're going to open up the phones in a little bit. 888-344-1170. Donald Trump is back up on Facebook tonight. Maybe something about them losing $50 billion decided, made them... Uh, a little motivated to let the still president of the united states back up on facebook we'll see what happens with twitter uh there was some breaking news on that today we got a lot of breaking news to get into the declassification of documents were uh did happen and we're gonna share with you a little bit of of what so far we've been able to learn about that we've got updates on the capital riots which are now being compared to benghazi gee what could they be like Benghazi? We've got to talk about that. Bob Walters will be back with us for his Friday night segment because even colleges are getting in on uh, the riots, believe it or not. What do the colleges have to do with anybody at the riots? Sure didn't look like it was any field trips there on the part of any university. So we got to talk about that and more a little bit later on the show at the end. We'll have our Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. Now we got my man who's with me every night of the week, Never a Stink. Always yummy. It's my man, DJ Potato Skins.
2: We have a gentleman. Yesterday, I met in this very room with (laughs) DJ Potato Skins. DJ DJ Potato Skins.
3: All I know, Andrea, with that Benghazi analogy is the only person that would have no room to talk is Hillary better not ever make a comment (laughs) because that will not be too good.
1: Well, what's what's emerging the thing about the reason why people are comparing it to Benghazi was uh, immediately Trump was obviously blamed. Right. Uh, And and saying that his words saying that he incited that riot and that would mean that it was a spontaneous protest, right? That erupted. Correct. That caused the riots. Kind of like they blamed Benghazi. It was a spontaneous protest because of some movie that had to do with Muhammad, right? That's basically what they said went down. But then, and I said a couple nights ago, I said they had to rush this impeachment before the truth of what happened at the Capitol came out. And the truth was, and I actually said it even before the impeachment, I'm like, this dude John Sullivan... Was was photographed there at the Capitol. He's the same dude that stood outside the White House and actually called, him, which was actually was an insurrection, in which six sixty Secret Service were injured in the course of trying to protect the White House that night, and um, he was inside the Capitol. The CNN had him on on his on their broadcast network, claiming he was a journalist. Anderson Cooper had him on. I was talking about that before the impeachment. No other Republican, I didn't hear any any Republicans were talking about the fact. Immediately Trump was blamed. They said he, he not only was to blame for the riots, but that what the riots were was an insurrection, that they were there to overthrow the government, to overturn an election. Now we know that this guy, and I talked about it last night, co- conveniently, Skins, he was arrested the day after the impeachment. He's a well-known Black Lives Matter antifa guy. He was caught on video who was not there as a journalist on the part of CNN. He was on audio calling to burn down the uh, the Capitol. There are and I posted a conversation that he had on some new outlet. I can't remember the name of it. I'm not familiar with it. Um. Uh, I can't think it starts with a D in which he's he's having conversations with people in which he coordinated it with cops discord discord he was on discord. Uh, explaining how the cops cooperated, let them in. About how he and others uh, wore anti-war wore Trump uh, t-shirts, bragging about, bragging about it. it. Um, the guy with the Confederate flag. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out how can you how can you plan a riot that's going to be blamed on Trump and blamed on MAGA, so that MAGA people were all labeled as domestic terrorists. You know, um, put on a MAGA hat. That ought to do it. Somebody even joked with him on Discord and said, you know, you, you're a well-known Antifa dude. You really think throwing on a MAGA hat's going to, you know, throw people off? So uh, we also now know. So by, so, it, <clears throat> so, where did Trump supporters get fomented into going in? Yes, without question, but made no mistake about it. This was not spontaneous. This was well-planned. It, this did include... Um, antagonists and provocateurs that included Antifa and BLM that were planning it. The FBI, we now know today that the FBI knew about it in advance, actually went around to field offices and told them, do not go, do not get sucked into this. We know that the local authorities that were warned by the FBI intentionally six times decided to not allow for any security because they didn't like the optics of it. In addition to the fact that we know multiple cops that let them in, uh, were have been suspended. So um, this is not an insurre And now we know the FBI has admitted here's the final point skins before you weigh in. Now we know the FBI has admitted that there was no, there is no evidence that anybody was there with any intention or any means to overthrow the government. So this is not an insurrection.
3: No, it's not even close to being an insurrection. It's obvious that the nefarious actions that took place were planned and the MAGA supporters had nothing to do with it. Yeah, some of them weren't too smart and they, you know, they followed their way into the Capitol. That was, a, that was stupid, I admit that. But uh it's all too convenient on the timing of this. And they still, the Democrats are marching forth, still saying that, you know— it, it, the uh, heads need to roll. Things need to be taken care of.
1: Well, even worse is the Republican Party, because I don't know if you heard this today. The Senator Lankford out of Oklahoma, he he went out uh, because of the riots. He went and apologized to his black constituents saying that when him contesting the Electoral College basically is racist. Why? Because why? First of all, why would you apologize for something that you should have done because you actually believed it? Are you now saying that when you did it in the moment, you, you, you were doing something you were disingenuous about? That doesn't help you in, in no, any way.
3: No, and I know you're, you're not 100% on, on the side of, of Ted Cruz, although I like some of the things that he said and, and, and Holly as well. But now they're, they're looking to be ostracized from Congress altogether.
1: Right. Well, yeah, I mean, because that's a part of the, the cancel the, the cancel movement. That, that, and the Republicans like Langford, when he goes and apologizes and says, I apologize to the black constituents for contesting elections. Um what he's doing is feed uh, he's he's he can't possibly believe that contesting an election is racist. But think about what that does. It feeds the false narrative that it is. It feeds the false narrative, everything that they're doing from trying to cancel Cruz and Holly and all the other ways in which they are identifying that anybody who was there now, not even anybody that participated in the crimes, is now the the act, the idea The expression of questioning an election now is seditious, it's considered traitorous, it's considered racist, and now you're considered a domestic terrorist. And that's the lie that Langford validated when he when he apologized. It's the lie that got validated when Kevin McCarthy stood up there and lied and said it was Trump's fault. The evidence is clear that it was not Trump's fault. I just laid out the fact that this was not Trump's fault. This dude John Sullivan was not there and all the other Antifa and BLM people were not there because of anything Trump said. Bombs that were planted that went off. The, the, the break-ins started 20 minutes before Trump spoke. The evidence is clear. That this was a manufactured crisis that some Trump supporters got in on stupidly, ridiculously. But this is in no way Trump's fault. And the Republicans that are feeding that notion are the problem for me in this country. Some breaking glass is what this hysteria is all about. The only woman who really died here, um, there's still no investigation into that. The woman who was shot dead, she was unarmed.
3: You know, I think they still had Trump not even spoken at the event. I still think they would have done what they what they would have done, and you would have had a completely different context.
1: Well, they're well, they're having to backtrack now because now that, that the truth is come come out as to what happened, they're saying, okay, so maybe it wasn't just his words that day. It's everything that he said since November third. See, that's how they that's how they try to shift the goalpost as the truth comes out in order to try to still prop up their false narrative. But even with all the facts that I just laid out, it's like Benghazi. It was falsely blamed on a spontaneous protest. Uh, it's about um, the Benghazi. When they, when they blamed it on, they specifically blamed it on the spontaneous protest based upon a video for a reason. They were scapegoating free speech. I said that at the time, there's a reason why they blamed it on this, Versus the uh, terrorist attack, because they want to silence anybody that criticizes Islam. They want to remove your freedom of speech. And that was one reason why they did it. On top of the other similarity to Benghazi, um, they denied requests for security in advance. They lied to the American people and launched a cover up. This impeachment that happened was part of a cover up as to what really what happened at, at the Capitol. And shame on the Republican Party because the impeachment is set to, to happen, The second part of the impeachment, which is the trial in the Senate. And Mitch McConnell has said that he's not going to whip votes against it. He wants people to vote their conscience. If he had a conscience, if he had an ounce of intellectual honesty, him and Kevin McCarthy and all the rest they of the Republicans, they would push back and say, we now know the truth. That Trump had nothing at all to do with anything that happened at the Capitol. That this was fomented and manufactured by Antifa and BLM and the Democrat Party, who were the ones that were behind seven months seven months of burning down the city and what now because it's the capital breaking glass is suddenly uh something to be hysterical over they didn't care about breaking glass in businesses across the country 150 federal buildings were destroyed across the country we had government buildings in the form of police uh, build, uh police offices that were uh, where they tried to torch them with cops locked inside this is absolutely outrageous and let me final point i with mike pence there was a debate about constitutionally, could he do what Trump wanted him to do? And I said then, here was my analysis. I said, anytime there's a debate um, uh, about whether or not something that benefits the Republicans, whether or not it's um, something is constitutional involved in Congress, the Democrats, if there's a debate and it's not 100 percent, you can't do this, or even if it's 100 percent, you know, um, whatever it is, the Democrats are going to go for it, right? They
3: go all in and they they'll go deal all with in. repercussions whether,
1: whether it's unconstitutional or not, or whether it's 50-50 considered unconstitutional, they're going to go for it. The Republicans... Because there's a debate right now whether or not impeaching a president after he's out of office is constitutional. Well, if there's even one person who says you can go for it, they're going to go for it. The Republicans, if there's if 99 people out of 100 say you can do it and there's one person who says you can't, the Republicans are going to find the excuse not to do it. So the Republicans are going to go forward with this. Mitch McConnell is telling Republicans to vote their conscience. And I'm saying to you, my American friends who love this country and have a conscience— We cannot continue to support this Republican Party. I don't want to hear any more from anybody telling me a third party can't work because did you guys all know that the Republican Party was a third party? party? It is a third party by the Whigs after the Whigs died off. That's what we need to have happen. With Lankford apologizing to black people today as though contesting an election is racist, everything that's
3: happened with this impeachment going forward. And my- Pence called uh, Kamala Harris today and congratulated her. Yeah,
1: we've got the, uh, Secretary Azar tonight, Health and Human Services, who's resigned because of the Capitol riots. I cannot support the Republican Party going further. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to get into... I'm going to share with you what's in these declassified documents. Oh, and by the way, uh, John Sullivan that was arrested he was in an uber ad a few years ago he's an olympic uh, speed skater did you know that potato skins no i had no idea is uber now gonna ban are, are, are blm activists gonna be on no fly list and are they are blm and antifa gonna be not allowed to ride in an uber my guess
3: is no yeah right all right
1: now we're gonna take a break we'll see you on the other side
0: Make sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E.
3: Andrea K. Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego.
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show, 888 344 1170 Give us a call if there's anything you specific you want to talk about. Um are you still holding out hope, like some people are, that July 20th is not going to have a Joe Biden being inaugurated?
3: You know why I look at it like this, Andrea? It's not going to happen, but if it did, I would be a very happy individual.
1: Well, yeah. I, um, I'm here to tell y'all he's going to be inaugurated. Um, I think it's absolutely... And absolutely. you can blame the
3: Republican Party.
1: Yeah, uh, Clearly. Clearly, absolutely, they've done nothing about it, and they they were um, happy to use the excuse of the Capitol riots as a way to. Um, they're not only they not only used it as a way to um, not vote many of them to contest the election. They're now actually going around and disputing that there was ever any fraud. So you know, as we debate third party versus a revitalized Republican Party, many people are telling me, "What is the dang point when you have election fraud?" You know, it, you know, are, are we finally at the point to where This, that, where the, the, um, veil has been lifted. We've got a one party rule, and it's like California now nationally to where we've got a few Republicans holding office here or there, and it's basically symbolic, um, because the Democrats really control everything. I mean, we recalled Gray Davis because he wanted to give illegal aliens driver's licenses, and we're worse off now. We were no better off after Arnold Schwarzenegger went in. And one of the reasons why, Is because he represented the Republican Party well, actually, because he said, I'm a fiscal, I'm socially liberal and fiscally conservative. And I said at the time, that does not work. It's because it's the social policies that are killing us economically. And this is why I talked about that Madison Cawthorn kid who looks great on camera and he's super good looking and he's so patriotic and I'm going to go the, I'm going to go fight the establishment and tell them to ignore the social issues, man, that's, what's killing us. Look at Langford. He goes and apologizes black lives. Why did he do that? He's rewarding. Think about this for a moment after everybody, after Trump supporters, are being fired across this country for going and peacefully protesting. He goes and and lies and apologizes to black constituents for contesting the election. And why did he do that? Because of the Black Lives Matter protest that resulted in 150 federal buildings being destroyed. 30 cops dead. 750 cops injured. The Republican Party is rewarding the left when they... Murder business owners. When they burn down buildings, that's who the Republican Party is. That's who they are. And they're kowtowing and catering. And when they're not rewarding through words or through policy actions of the social justice warrior cultural Marxist, then they're just silent, which which is just as bad. The Republican Party, the silent ones, they're like the moderate Muslims. Remember when Bridget Gabriel said to this moderate, quote, supposed moderate Muslim that confronted her? about the quote attacks you know on you know all muslims when there's a terrorist attack she said look we're not denying that there are moderate muslims she said but here's the point you're irrelevant because you're not doing anything you, i don't want to hear whether or not it's 10 percent or 20 percent of muslims that are committing the terrorist attacks versus 80 percent of the moderates the moderates aren't doing anything to stop the problems so you're irrelevant
3: go shut up unless you are a conservative republican that takes action and show and shows that you're going to back up your words. We want nothing to do with you. And again, if there's not enough of them, which there's not at the moment, that's why third parties looking real good right about now.
1: Yeah, because we, we, have, we have many times people, oh, Ross Perot failed. How many times has, has it failed to try to revitalize the Republican Party from within? Far more times than the one third party try. We had Project Veritas busted uh, PBS, the head of their legal department, wanting to throw suggesting that Trump children should be put in, in uh, concentration camps uh, re- indoctrination camps and suggesting Molotov cocktails be thrown at the White House. Jack Dorsey was caught on video saying that Trump is just the beginning. They're going to purge as many as they can going forward. The Republican Party is silent today.
3: You know what I heard again? I, I, it was a great clip. I, for, I had forgotten about it, but they played the clip on one of the network shows of Joe Biden saying, you know what, if he was back in high school with Trump, he would have beat him up. Really, Joe? That sounds like a real peaceful solution. That
1: You know, um, the uh, the weekly Could spend all night going, playing clip after clip after clip of the violence that's being threatened uh, against us. Um, The document dump today, what was declassified? I said on last night's show that you know should should have been declassified before. Maybe um, really, we're not going to learn anything new. There was that where what what I predicted would be released would be basically evidence to support what we already knew that the FBI and the DOJ in the course and in, in going into to the general election in 2016 needed to cover up the crimes of Hillary Clinton with Benghazi, the 30,000 emails, you know, all the different violations of the Espionage Act from wiping her server clean, the, the uh, deleting of 35,000 uh, pieces of government property under subpoena, the pay for play scheme with the Secretary of State office and the Clinton Foundation. They had to cover up those crimes as well as, um, as illegally spy on the Trump campaign in the course of trying to install her as the uh, Uh, next president and then throughout the course of that if that didn't work set up an insurance policy so that they could launch a coup attempt against president trump if he did win and
3: And, guess what He, he battled four years and they couldn't get rid of him
1: they couldn't get rid of him but the documents that were declassified basically supported everything i just said which we've already known there could have already been indictments there could have already been People held accountable for the crimes that were committed. Our, Should have been. Our, yeah, our FBI and our Department of Justice were weaponized and used to target innocent Americans to uh, for personal, professional, and political descru- d- destruction so that they could control the outcome of a presidential election. There, there's there's an, uh, a, a form of insurrection. There's your election fraud right there, the, which the Republican Party did nothing about. Did they hold anybody accountable for this? <clears throat> we now know. Here's just a couple of details. They came out today. This is according to Technofog, which is an attorney in a great Twitter site that they that they suspended recently. Um, the Senate released Crossfire Hurricane transcripts. And this is just a, a couple of excerpts from Pientka's testimony. In the summer of 2016, the FBI handling agent knew without a doubt that Steele's reporting was was political. And I quote, this is from the transcript. It was completely obvious that this information in the still dossier was intended to be used by one of the parties against the other. It was revealed that the original wood file was missing in the first Carter Page FISA app. What was the wood file? It was all the, quote, supporting documentation and information that justified going to the FISA court to spy on Carter Page. It supposedly went missing. Was it? Was it? um, You know, did anybody search through the poop of Lisa Page's dog because I'm sure the dog must have eaten it, right? I mean, they didn't. They didn't get rid of this Woods file. It never existed. There was never any supporting documentation. The Steele dossier was lies paid for by Hillary Clinton through Fusion GPS, which was money launder, which was a money laundering scheme to hide it. Who was behind it? Um, We also know that. More information came out that I don't even need to get into the rest. I mean, some of this is minutiae that, quite frankly, is irrelevant. There was enough to charge uh, Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, Jim Comey, Andrew McCabe, John Brennan, and Bruce Orr and more for the fact that they covered up the crimes of Hillary Clinton when she was secretary of state. They illegally spied on innocent Americans, launched a coup attempt against innocent Americans through the course of this entire process, and nobody was held accountable. The four years, and then the insurance policy that they set up with the spying was the Mueller investigation. Jeff Sessions recuses himself inexcusably handing over Trump like a sacrificial lamb to Jim Comey's buddy, Mueller, and the Republican Party knew. This was closed-door testimony. The Republican Party knew, just like Mueller did, day one, that there was never any justification to spy on the Americans, that the FISA courts were lied to, that it should have never been renewed the second, third, and fourth time, which was done by Rod Rosenstein and others. President Trump and his entire administration was held up. The American people were held hostage to this. Crimes were committed and nobody was held accountable. He would have never been impeached unlawfully regarding Ukraine. And this impeachment last week wouldn't have happened. Anything you want to share before I take a break and go to Joe Biden?
3: No, it's just the, the, the only thing it really just it, it makes me upset and it, it just proves his biggest strength. Again, it's his biggest weakness is, you know, President Trump said that he was going to make sure that some of these people were, uh, you know, put in jail. And it's, uh, you know, here it is four years later, they roam free. They're part of the problem. And it's very disheartening.
1: If I yeah, my criticism, President Trump and I and I talked about it at the time he did an interview before he was inaugurated. He's a good guy. After he won. And he said about Hillary Clinton that he wanted wanted the nation to heal and he wasn't going to go after. And I said it was a mistake. Because I agree. it You know, he needed to go in there. This he, he misjudged the situation. He looked at it as a businessman that when he's going up against a competition for a deal and he wins the deal that it's bygones and you shake hands and you go on. He had no idea. He was really like a little new. I don't think he did. He had. He didn't really. He didn't really see the extent. I think of, if he
3: did, he might have done something differently.
1: Well, but I think then. But you know, to me, he still kept thinking if he got some. I think he got some bad advice from the establishment telling him you can't. He never used the power that he had as president to control the DOJ. The minute Jeff Sessions recused himself, he should have said, "Well, then you're not. You're, you can't be my attorney general. I can't have you doing nothing." Said, and, and you know, so there's a, the mistakes Trump made. Uh, it can't be just on the Republican Party. He really should have gone scorched earth. He should have, because he should, you why would he ever give Hillary Clinton a pass for the crimes that she committed as Secretary of State? I mean, it was
3: obvious what, what she did. And he, you know, he laid into her pretty hard. Then suddenly it just. He wanted to heal.
1: He well, he wanted to heal. He wanted to get down to doing the business of the American people without realizing. Which he did. Which he did. But what he didn't realize was the entire machine that is D.C., which is the uniparty system, which was mad at us and mad at him that he was ever there in the first place, was both parties spent the entire four years doing everything that they could to derail him, which was to derail us. And he could have done more. To push back against it and take control and use the power of the presidency um, and he got bad advice along the way from his inner circle which was Javanka and I spoke out about them I'm well past the point of a break we got to go to Bob Walters because it's even crazier than you could imagine suddenly everybody's talking about how the mess that we're in has a lot to do with the colleges and universities I think Bob Walters and I've been talking about that for a while and he joins me next don't go away
0: more andrea kay follow her on twitter at andrea kay show and like her facebook fan page at andrea kay spelled k-a-y-e you're
3: listening to the andrea K show on the answer san diego
1: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. 888-344-1170. Do you have a Hero of the Week or a Stink of the Week that you want to share? Give us a call in a little bit. For now, though, we got to go to my buddy, Bob Walters, who's back with me, as usual, for uh, his weekly education segment. I was talking to a friend of mine who's a political pundit, Mark Rudolph, who's on Newsmax all the time, and he was talking about, you know, a lot of people just don't understand, Andrea. He says that, you know, the problem we've got is these schools. I'm like, Dude, <laughs> have you not been listening to me on Fridays? Because this is what Bob... He's a new friend of mine I just met. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, the, you know, we've been ahead of this topic for a while. And this, the list that Bob sends me every week just gets longer and longer. Glad to have you back with me, my friend. What do you have for us this week?
2: Well, I wish I had a lot of good news. But with the dark cloud about to descend upon us next week, uh, a lot of this isn't terribly exciting. But it is interesting because it shows the danger that we face if we don't find our way to get through this mist of intolerance that's about to set upon us. I've got some examples. Uh, (laughs) There's a petition going on at Harvard University. Of course, there's a school that discriminates against Asians and Mm -hmm. others, but they're making a petition drive to get rid of the the, uh, actual earned degrees that uh, Ted Cruz, Dan Crenshaw, and uh, the Press Secretary Kevin o- K. Kayla uh, McEnany, earned in the previous years. you got to be kidding.
1: Um okay so let's think about this for my, I hope they I hope they sign this petition I hope they actually attempt this Bob and let me tell you why because and I said last week I said President Trump needs to go out sign an executive order that you cannot discriminate against anybody on the basis of their politics because that's how you've got Delta Airlines kicking people off of flights because they were at a protest businesses firing people because they attended a rally in their own time which is our constitutional right and for them to be wanting to take away a diploma that somebody paid for simply because of a political opinion they've had, this can't be allowed to stand. And this is the kind of thing, if Trump's not going to sign an executive order, which would then also, and one of the reasons why I wanted him to do it is because it it would kind of force things to go into the courts. Possibly. Yeah, I agree. And this would, and, and so I hope they do it because this must be litigated. We shouldn't have to do it, Bob, because we have a First Amendment right in this country to go protest or say what we don't want to say, but a congressman to lose his diploma that he paid for. Now, let me ask you this. Are they
2: offering to re- refund tuition money? They are not. No. Mm-hmm. Just remove it because they were they were part of a, a an alien scheme to uh, disrupt America, and therefore they should be uh, eliminated from the Harvard honored students
1: (laughs) potato skins is about to lose his mind he's about to lose his his um, bacon cheese topping over there inside the studio over this one what else you got
2: well uh some other stuff going on in the universities the board of trustees at lehigh university in pennsylvania voted friday to rescind the degree awarded trump in 1988 and then the board of trustees for wagner university in Staten island voted to rescind the honorary degree they gave to trump in 2004 Worse, you have the University of Pennsylvania, which is where Trump went to college and graduated from. Uh, Their alumni are urging the school to revoke his 1968 degree earned by Trump.
1: Wow, this just makes me, this makes me so (laughs) mad. I I think his daughter, didn't Ivanka go to Penn as well? Yeah. 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 This just makes me so angry that you're going to retroactively punish people. How, what, 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 you got, you got a kid in, in, in high school right now who's applying to colleges, and they're going to do what? T- 20 years down the road, go back and look, at the, and look at their social media profile to see if they want to take it back?
2: Well, if you wear a mega hat, you might not be getting into the college
1: but the to, but the retroactive punishment of people oh, we're not yeah. just present day punishing people but now we're going to go yeah. back and remove something that they earned and paid for 40 something years later this is to think that that we're this is where this country is at we have devolved so quickly and this was and this was 8 years of obama um so much well the democrats took over our schools a long time ago but man you know when obama and his department of education Their curriculum is is so much of did so much damage in terms of the social justice warrior movement leading us to where we are today.
2: Absolutely. It's terrible. Then you got an organization called Disrupt Text, whose goal it is to cancel all classic texts from Shakespeare, Homer, Dante, Milton and others. Students might think they're getting off easy by reading modern day politically correct trash, rather than challenging books of the past Western civilization. But in fact, they've been cheated. They won't even realize it.
1: Now, what, what, why are they saying, I mean, they, Shakespeare, the Bard? Why, I mean, now, now let me tell y'all, nobody struggled more than I did trying to figure Shakespeare out. It, I wasn't any good at that at all, even though I did play Julius Caesar in one of our little school's productions. Um, I was terrible at it. But it was a good exercise. What's the idea behind this? What are they saying?
2: Well, they just want they don't want anything to do with the past Western civilization on books written by old white men. They want uh, new politically challenging books politically correct, written by minorities preferably, and uh, that's what <laughs> which gives very limited real knowledge just you're just reading something without any real substance to it. Uh, but that's kind of where they're all happy to be right now. That's what, are they
1: going to go to Oprah and say, hey, Oprah, you know, we're going to give us your book club. Remember Oprah's book club. Give us your book club yeah. recommendations. Yeah. Um, who wrote the Stella Got Your Groove Back? I mean, that, I couldn't get through a chapter of that. It was terrible. And the movie wasn't <laughs> any better. So who was it? Was Shakespeare? Who else were they saying?
2: Shakespeare, Homer, Dante, Milton. Wow. All the ancient writers and classic texts which were highlights of the Western civilization from which uh, uh, our civilization sprang. But no, it's all been canceled. Wow. Don't, they don't want anything to do with it.
1: Taterskin Tater says Kalef- he he loves Shakespeare, and he uh, was, and he still is good at it. Well, you know, God bless you, man. You gotta Your your brain has to be wired a particular way, in my opinion, to get Shakespeare.
2: Um, well, ca- it does, but it's a, it's a challenge. And when you go to college, you, you should be challenged to do what you kind of try to achieve. You can't... Mm-hmm. But i got, I got some examples where that's not where college is at anymore. They, there's a, California college administrators have decided, as I mentioned last week, to kill the use of interest exam for ACT or SAT to get into college. So they're going to design their own test called Smarter Balance, which would make all students come out equal in the results. I don't know how you do that. Right now, 70% of Asians exceed the 11th grade standards. 45% of whites do, but only 20% of the blacks and Latino kids meet the 11th grade standards. Because the new this new test would not close the gap, it was decided to eliminate all testing last week, and just to look at grades and activists activities as grounds for admission. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're a demonstrator, then you get you get first grade get. But you're not learning anything, you're not even graded It's
1: this what's the point of sending somebody to school? I don't get this, but you know what, but I gotta tell you when as as I'm listening to you describe that, I'm thinking it it actually kind of sounds like an offshoot of that dopey stupid George W. Bush, no child left behind crap,
2: yeah, absolutely, only now be no no child gets ahead act
1: (laughs) so what so what i guess when i was a cheerleader in high school and you know and i was like you know you know socially i was good socially i guess you know i could have said you know what look i struggled in math but you know can you give me some points for looking good in a cheerleading skirt and being able to do a good herky i did a dang good herky out out in the football field
2: yeah no i agree in fact the schools across america including san diego agree that percentage grading is not a good thing since students will seek classes below their ability so they can get a better grade. (laughs) Plus, these education leaders here in San Diego believe that, quote, any arrangement that produces unequal results along racial lines is racist by definition, unquote.
1: This is this is Mar- this is communism, by the way. This is Marxism. This is that the government should guarantee equal outcomes. We're not equal yeah. as human beings. I could have two can- when I was in corporate America. I could have two candidates come in for an interview for a job, having gone to the same school, taking the same classes with the same GPA, and they would not be they would not be um, capable. They would not be able to do the job with the exact same equal outcomes because we're individuals. We, we, we're each unique and you know and, and this is all about this is all about trying to play upon the, the emotions of people for to give the government power that they can guarantee you a good outcome in life and that you don't have to work hard and you don't have to figure out what your unique ability is and you don't have to accept the fact that maybe you know somebody else is good as Shakespeare and you're not you know and that's really what school should be about you know we've talked so many times about shoving kids on this college track instead of helping them figure out wow, maybe somebody's good with their hands and they should go into
2: the trades, right? Right. I agree. Or even the ROTC, but they got rid of yeah. all of that out of the school. So, And, and this college thing, if, you, if, there's, if there's no test to get in and there's no test that you're graded at realistically through the four years of college, what exactly are you learning by the time you actually step out of the door and pretend you got a degree? Well, you, this is you graduated in stupidity.
1: It's all about indoctrination, churning out little socialists for the state. And then they can say, ah. well, well, you know, um, th- we got to wipe out the school debt, you know, um, when they've amassed two hundred fifty thousand dollars in debt to go to Harvard to be taught nothing. Um, and, you know, it just goes to show that it, this that the left does not care about educating your kids. They care about indoctrinating your kids into an ideology. And it's frightening. And one of the things that you and I have been talking about for a while that I'm suddenly starting to hear people talk about, not just what's going on in the schools, but that we've got to get active. Gorka said on my show last night, stop being depressed. I don't want to hear people being depressed anymore. Get out there and do something and run for office. I talked to a friend of mine who called me today and, you know, he was upset that I've been critical of the Republican Party and suggesting maybe we need to explore a third party. And I'm not saying definitively, I'm saying at least let's not shut that down. Let's... but we've got to get active. My point is we've got to get active. We can't just yep. sit back and do our own thing and throw out, you know, social media comments or whatever. You've got to run for office. If you don't want to run for office, at least go to a school board meeting. Push back against the crazy curriculum and tell them you're not going to teach my kid, my five-year-old, there's 37 genders. We've got to get active, don't we?
2: We Absolutely. And if we don't, we, we are going to lose this country. We've seen two ways about it.
1: Just since you and I have been doing um, these segments, we've seen some successes, but we've also seen the left pushing even more and more and more and more and more into dangerous territory.
2: Yeah. Yeah. At the L.A. schools, the teachers are preparing to discuss the insurrection for its causes, its purposes to view in view of liberal ideals. Long Beach schools see it as an opportunity to discuss civility, equal rights and civil action for social change. You got to be kidding. And there Before was nothing you're about reading and writing and arithmetic.
1: No. And, and the Republican Party did nothing. They not only didn't do anything to get out ahead of the false narrative that is now going to be used to indoctrinate kids, but they actually have validated it with blaming Trump for it and blaming MAGA voters and, and lying that this this is not even an insurrection by definition. And, you know, it should it should not have it come as a surprise to me. It did. I wasn't expecting you to say that, but they're already planning to include it in curriculum.
2: Yeah, they are. I'm afraid. Well,
1: you well, know, we just
2: continue the fight. We can't stop. Yes, you got to stand up and get it done.
1: Well, and you're fighting. You're continuing the fight. You've got a book coming out about the indoctrination, and when you when it's ready, you know, I want you to, you know, um, come here and share it and make sure we get it in everybody's hands. Thank Will you, Bob. Do. All right, God bless Take you, care. man. All right, when we come back. We've got here of the week and stink of the week. Stay tuned.
0: Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like
3: her fan page at Andrea K. Kay.
0: Spelled K-A-Y-E.
3: You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on the Answer San Diego.
1: It's Friday night. I eat pizza on Friday night. I don't know why it became my thing, but I do. And don't shame me for it, because I take my balance in nature. I work out. In fact, I'm sore today. Um, I'd eat right about 75% of the time, but I can't get enough. I can't get thirty-one servings, 10 servings of 31 fruits and veggies every day. So I take my balance in nature. I feel better than ever. You can, too. Go to balanceinnature.com. Use discount code HEALTH. They have free shipping right now and thirty five percent off, and then you can eat pizza
3: too without any kind of guilt. Hawaiian uh, pizza—it's always about the no. Pineapple. Yes, there maybe. should
1: never be pineapple on pizza. Yes,
3: there should. Oh my
1: gosh! Oh my gosh! Okay, you're now in the running for. I'm stink your of the stink week. of the week. You yeah. are my stink of the week. Okay, my you. You know what you are. Anybody who puts pineapple on pizza is my <laughs> stink of the week. Okay, my hero of the week. I've got two, and they're not political. My runner-up is the family that adopted. If you've seen the news, the family that adopted the blind dog that was mistreated in, at Helen Woodward Center, and there's uh, uh, there's something so precious to me about. Dogs. They truly love us unconditionally and that anybody could ever mistreat one or abuse one is disgusting. Hat tip to this family that adopted this special needs dog. Uh, Their are runner up. My uh, main hero of the week is the waitress in Florida who saw a couple with two kids who ordered food, but not for the boy. And the boy had bruises on him and was skinny and she could tell he was malnourished. She held up a sign that said, are you Okay. And um the parents couldn't see her hold up the sign and he nodded no and she said she held up another sign. Do you need help and he nodded yes and she called the cops and the cops came and he was arrested. This boy had been chained handcuffed to a bed beaten by a broom. Um. God bless this alert waitress for saving the boy. You got a hero in a stink.
3: Yeah, hero of the wink. I'm going to say it. Uh, you know, uh, President J- Donald J. Trump, just because he fought for this country for four years straight, no matter what uh, the other side threw at him. So God bless him. And a stink. Uh, the Republican Party, because they, we could have had a different outcome. I'm agreeing with you, my friend. Love you all. See you Monday, six p.m. Pacific time.